Welcome to Grace Point Direct, a place where we can all dig a little bit deeper into the topics that we should find interesting. I'm your host, Taylor Wood. Make sure to download the Grace Point app. The Grace Point app has information about upcoming events, a place that you can give, and also, and maybe most importantly, a place that you can send in prayer requests for our staff to pray over and contact you and see how we can help. This is our June 7th episode, which means that yesterday was Strategy Meeting. Strategy Meeting is a once-a-year event where we look back and see what God has done in our church and also look ahead in anticipation with what we think He may do. Uh, We look at things like budget and deacons and trustees and even vote on pastoral positions that we'll be adding to our church. If you missed any of that content, you can go back to some previous episodes and hear from Brett Ferguson, who's a deacon. uh, Or you can also get on our website or on the app and access our strategy meeting content. GPC 20 texted to the number 97000 will give you access uh, to those things. So make sure you stay informed. Some really great stuff. We have a really interesting two-week conversation that will open up today around the topic of how to bring your kids back from camp. So this week, we are sending all of our kids, all of our young generation to uh, camp. And all the kids are going to an on-campus camp called Canacook. And our 7th through 12th grade is actually traveling to uh, another camp um, through CIY up in Joplin. And um, it's going to be a really great experience for all of those kids. But I think some of the interesting stuff around that is, number one, what are these camps and what happens there? But two, what happens when you come back? And so we have some really great conversation that we're opening up. And in order to get some, some good insight into these questions... I sat down with Devin Arredondo, who leads our student ministry team, and Emily Lusk, who leads our kids' ministry team. They're both heading uh, up the camp experiences for our younger generations and this summer, and so I thought that it might be nice to hear how they would speak to these things. So uh, let's jump into part one of How to Camp. Devin, Emily, welcome. Uh, super excited about this conversation. This is something that... Um, we started talking, I think, I don't know if Devin, you and I started talking about this, um, a while back. Um, but as I was thinking about what this channel could offer people this summer, um, the, one of the first things that came to mind was, well, we have camps going on this summer. I know that, um, a lot of people, um, are influenced by either themselves or someone they know or in their family or whatever, going to a camp. Right. And uh, so I wanted to demystify maybe a couple of things about camp. And uh, I have a couple of probing questions, but uh, let's start at square one uh, and just start with if you were describing camp to somebody. So if you had um, to you know someone in front of you that had not attended camp before and you had to describe what a week at church camp is, uh, how would you describe that? Yeah, so that's a great question. So camp kind of encompasses a lot of different things. There's a, d- a lot of different models of camp, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I think kind of the basic framework of camp, and especially the camps that we go to, mm-hmm. it's called CIY, and they do one for high school and junior high. Yeah, But pretty much the, the same kind of model as any camp or conference or whatever you want to call it, where there's a ton of fun recreational activities. Right. There's some free time, hanging out with friends, and then there's worship and teaching and small group and devotional time. And so those are kind of the basic tenets, so to speak, of camp. You know, you've got your fun, you've got your time in the word, you've got your time with friends, and you've got your time with collective worship. And so 
that's kind of how I would describe it really basically yeah. for someone who's like, well, what is camp, you know? Right. It's funny how that can go either way from kids, elementary, yeah. all the yeah. way to students. That's right. camp. So you would say that right. that's like a good representation of even what a kid camp oh, would yeah. be? Yeah. Fun, yeah. building friendships, yeah. and then getting into the word and worshiping. Right. Yeah. And they, now, Devin, for you guys, normally you're traveling somewhere. Um, and I know that, Emily, there are kid camps that you can travel to. Yeah. But specifically this year, you guys, this is an on-campus week-long camp yeah. adventure. So uh, first of all, do you know, is that normal to Canna Cook or is that something they kind of shifted to last year? No, they've done campouts before. Okay. Yeah, we did a, a lot in Tulsa. I okay. was uh, had some friends go to a Canna Cook camp mm-hmm. in Tulsa. So I was super excited that Grace Point is doing that this year yeah, and um, allowing kids to kind of sleep in their own homes. It's hard right. for a young kid to be away at night. True. First grade, second grade, that's hard. Yeah. So yeah. having their own bedtime, I think is really good so that they can then be refreshed when they come back the next day. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. I think it's kind of fun. That, ha- that even is true, I think, for students. Yeah. Yeah. That student, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. like, I've been on some student trips with especially that 13, 14, 15 year old yeah. mm. that you'd be surprised how many of that age group struggle at night. Where they think they can stay up all night. But right. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> more the issue is like, no, y'all need to go to sleep <laughs> because, like, yeah, I'm all about having fun, but like, right. tomorrow's going to be miserable. Yeah. You have no if idea. If you stay up to, 1 a.m. They're going to be sitting there asleep. Right. right, Yeah, exactly. It's going to be miserable for everyone around you. (laughs) For you and everyone else. Please go to bed because tomorrow we've got a jam-packed day. It's going to be a ton of fun. And if you stay up super late, you know, you're not going to enjoy it as much. So one of the cool things I like about CIY, Devin, you talked about CIY being that, um, is that sixth or seventh grade? It starts at seventh grade, correct? It starts at seventh grade. Technically, CIY does do a middle school camp for sixth through sixth and seventh grade, I think. Okay, or may, right. it might be sixth through eight. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. Grace Point, we do uh, middle school is seventh and eighth right. grade. And Seven, then high eight, school yeah. is ninth. So 12th, what's so. cool about CIY, because um, like, sometimes you think about camp, it's like we're going to go out in the woods. I think mm-hmm. everyone, uh, what, what was that camp show from a long time ago? Uh, it's like the the weird name camp. Yeah, you Camp you know like Waxahachie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Waxahachie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyways. I don't have you guys seen Camp Rock? I mean, Camp Rock. Camp Rock. <laughs> or uh, is that uh, the new one on Netflix? What's the new one on Netflix that's all oh, about? It's like a Christian camp. Yes. Really? There's like a love story involved. Yeah, the students are all about it yes. right now. Of course. Which is I don't hilarious. know the name, but I know what you're talking about. But you go off in the woods and there's like a blob that's in the water. Right. Yes. And there's always a blob in our trampoline canoeing. or canoeing. Yeah, yep, water sports. But CIY, a lot of times they're on it college campuses, which yeah. is kind of cool because that my first experience three years ago, I went with a student group and yeah. uh, that was way different. It was, it was very interesting. It was kind of a cool dynamic because you were, you really feel, I could, I think the students feel like, you know, they get to experience a little bit of a college feel, college yeah, life. Yeah, you're staying in dorm rooms. Dorm, yeah, yeah, dorm rooms. Yeah, you have the same volleyball campus. pits yeah. like every campus has in between yeah. the dorm rooms. <laughs> right. and you're eating in the calf and... 
all the stuff. So you got to call it the calf. The calf. Yeah, it's the calf yeah. everywhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was really cool for like something unique to CIY, and then for Canacook, I think to hold these campouts on campuses um, does break down some of those barriers yeah. for the kids. Um, so let's talk about just real quick. Obviously, these things are important because I know, and it's important for the listeners to understand. This is a big time commitment. Uh, for the staff, it's a big time commitment for even some volunteers that I've, I've been at camp weeks before with adults who have jobs that they have to literally take a week off of their job sure, to yeah. go and be a camp counselor or to go and be a, a sponsor, uh, for a bunch of students or a bunch of kids, which is blows my mind that you would take yeah. five days off of work to go do that. Right. Um, but so it's a big time commitment. And if it's a time commitment, it's probably a ministry budget commitment. So, you guys have to weigh that out as to is this important enough for us to invest number one time, but number two, the financial commitment that it takes to make this happen. So speak to that a little bit of like, what, why is this important enough to you as ministry leaders that you would allocate that amount of resource? Yeah, for us this year, one thing that I'm excited about is that we can get some people that maybe don't have a church home. Um, to on our campus and mm. really getting familiar with a, a church um, in itself. Sometimes that's the hardest right. part about going to church is you're not familiar with it. Right. So getting people out there that are looking for that is something that I'm right. excited about. That's a little different, and it's not your typical reason of doing camp. Right. But we're excited about that this right. year. Right. What about for students, David? Yeah, so I think for students, it is a little different because it's a travel event and but it's similar in the sense that like students are attracted by the the fun idea of even what you already talked about going and living on a college campus right. for five days yeah. and getting to experience some deep community with friends and but so I think for me a large part of why I believe in camp is just even my own personal story like mm. I worked at a summer camp and saw the fruit of what camp brings to students' mm. lives. And right. I've seen it even in my life as a camper. And so camp hasn't really changed a ton, but I'll right. still commit to it because there's something incredible about, and it's exactly what you're already talking about, this I'm going to commit a long amount of time mm -hmm. to focus. Yeah, maybe it's fun and I'm going to go and have fun, but really like once you get them there... It's like, man, let's take a week and focus on your spiritual life. Right. And that's the cool part about camp. Right. It's like there's a ton of fun and there's high energy stuff and a blast and all of that. But really, like when you synthesize it, it's right. like, man, you're dedicating a week of your life to say, I want to learn what it means to follow Jesus even. Right. And then right. also the other side of like, man, I want to see what how I can go deeper in right. my faith. And most students I don't think would maybe be able to vocalize that or verbalize sure, that. Sure, sure. But that's exactly what happens. What's so cool is that that's something that we try to do like here at church, right? Mm. Is we want to have fun. We create games and activities. And obviously we want them to create relationships, but it's just a short amount of time. Yeah. So what's cool about camp is that it they're with each other for a week and they exactly. create right. those relationships, but also 
they are then able to go in deeper in the word. So you both are bringing up some attributes of camp, which is what I want to ask about next. Okay. So let's, let's talk about something. I'm going to bring a little bit of skepticism to the conversation just (laughs) because I think that that would, uh, that would be, um, something that would be interesting to talk about. So a little bit of skepticism to the conversation is what is so good about camp, right? Like we have, we have God, here at our church, God right. is all over our community. Um, yeah, kind of like the, the cliche uh, saying that, well, it's the same God who's living and active at camp as at exactly. church. So what exactly. makes camp yeah. special? So like what, 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 exactly that question right there. What is it, if we were to bullet point a list, if, if you guys could, uh, off the cuff, I guess here, like bullet point a list for us of what do you think the ingredients are to making a good camp experience. So if you're, you know, even I think it'd be great for someone listening to this podcast as they're preparing to go to camp or a parent that is um, preparing to send a student or a kid to camp. What's that list of ingredients, if you will, in your opinion, that makes for a great camp experience? Emily, we'll go you first. To get kids' attention, to even want to sign up for camp, mm. you got to sell them on the fun, right? Yeah. Like so we're gonna have a zipline, yeah. <laughs> and it's all those yeah. things that you know are just cool about camp. Yeah, that I don't, yeah. I don't know from kids or students. You gotta, you gotta sell them on that. You agree on that to be in a bullet point, Devin? It's oh, gotta be absolutely. Fun. Uh, that's one of the beautiful things about camp, and I think part of why it works so well. Is because I mean, I think it's biblical joy. We see joy mm. all throughout scripture. Mm. And when we are able to remove ourselves from the stress and anxiety of the, the quote unquote world, for lack of a right. better term, and just remove ourselves from that and have fun moving our bodies together, you know, running around, jumping up and down, having a great time doing things like a zip line. Yeah. Right. It releases our mind from the tensions of the world. Right. And then allows us to really hone in on God's voice and yeah. hear God's voice a little more clearly. Yeah, I appreciate what you how you both are expressing that because Emily, you're exactly right. Um, if the flyer for any any event is like white paper with Times New <laughs> Roman uh, font and right? it's like event is happening at these times, no one's going to come. Actually, I don't know. That might would be some, <laughs> you never know with our culture. It might be an interesting social experiment. That would be a social experiment. like, exactly. Yeah, just show up. But, but I'm assuming, especially because of the Times New Roman, I'm assuming no one will be excited about that. So you have to, I think like when you're talking to that younger generation, especially, but yeah. even for a parent, I mean, they want to know their kids are going to have a good time. What's right? the number one question that they're going to ask their kids yeah. when they pick them up each day? What'd you do? Did you have fun today? Yeah. What yeah, which is interesting, Emily, yeah. as we're going to talk about that. I think the next episode is going to lean into that yeah. maybe a little bit, <laughs> or maybe this one. But uh, so, so I think that's uh, that's you're exactly right on that. But Devin, I think that's where we're wanting to move, right? We're wanting that fun to move into how mm. is this supporting the spiritual um, lessons or the spiritual growth for the week? And you're right, fun releases joy, yeah. and that is an attribute that's built into us by a Creator. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, think about even our personal lives, like. When I feel most connected to the Lord is when I am able to have that fun in my life mm-hmm. in the stress-free environment, whatever right. that looks like, Right. that then it's like, okay, man, now I can get back in tune with the Lord and right. my heart on the right place. Right. And so. so it can't all be fun. No, but right. I think fun also helps you build relationships right. with Absolutely. your peers. Okay, cool. And kids, students, however old they are, when you do those fun things together, mm-hmm. then you're closer with each other. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we have this this element of fun, but also uh, that probably leads to uh, you're doing things together mm-hmm. with people. And so I think you know maybe a second bullet point here would be relationship building or or new relationships that you gain uh, with the people that you're with. Yeah, for sure. As Emily already said, I mean, one of the cool things, even from my perspective of like getting a group of people to come to camp who usually, you know, there's a couple of them in there that are good friends, right. but then to see, it's kind of like that. If anybody's seen, remember the Titans, they go away on, uh-huh. the, on the bus for who their camp, right? I mean, best, one of the <laughs> best movies ever. You have to watch it. Yeah. And they go away, you know, and everybody hates each other. And this is an extreme example, obviously, <laughs> but they come back and they're like singing songs. Yeah. They're like, yes, yeah, yeah, we yeah. love each other. And that's a beautiful picture of what happens at camp. Like, I agree. You yeah. go. Yeah. And as Emily said, you develop these deep friendships with someone who maybe you wouldn't even have had right. a deep conversation with at all. Yeah. Right. But because you're all there, you're forced to be together. Right. You're maybe forced into some conversation that you wouldn't normally have right. mm-hmm. that's centered around the gospel and Jesus. Right. You can't help but make deep, good friendships right. and build those relationships. And when you're traveling, community. right, like that's definitely lends itself. But I think that even happens like for a oh, can of cook, sure. right, on campus. Yeah. Because you're spending all day every day. With, by the way, it's like nine to four every day, right? right? That's it's like a that's long a long time. day. Yeah. <laughs> that's a long day. I, I heard nine to four as yeah. a parent. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Okay, they're gonna survive that. Okay, day. then. All right. And so, yeah, I'll worry about the yeah. camp, the camp staff at that point. I'm like nine to four. Oh my goodness. Um. So, but that even happens in, in, within that week staying on campus because you're spending that time yeah. week or daily yeah. with the same people. Right, and you want yeah. them to know, hey, these are the your friends that are walking through the same mm-hmm. things that you right. are, and kind of build that accountability no matter what age they are. Yep. Right. Uh, okay. So we have a couple of bullet points already. Let's push into a couple more. We've got, uh, you got to have a fun atmosphere. Um, but we know that fun supports spiritual growth because it releases the joy. I think that we have naturally in us. Mm-hmm. You have this relational, uh, piece to it that I think is, is really great, which by the way, you're remember the Titans, uh, reference Devin, um, who are you going to say, who's your daddy to, uh, <laughs> uh, before, before the trip? You got to pick, uh, no there's got to be that no one, one student. No one. No one. I don't <laughs> know. That, no. Yeah. I don't think that would if be appropriate in our weird. 21st century yeah. world. That's, that's so. true. Okay. 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 They would look at you and you're like, you lost your cool factor. Lost any, yeah, yeah. any kind of, uh, <laughs> but that's the villainy. <laughs> that's the first movie you play on the bus maybe or something. Yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, exactly. Okay, cool. So we've got those two bullet points. What else? What, what else are we looking for, for a good camp experience? Well, definitely you got to have time with God, right? And yeah. when you have the fun, you build community. And then camp is all about your time with God and really making it a point to spend time with God and right. teaching them no matter what age, hey, that's important in your life. Right. Right. Um, so time with God, fun, relationships. What else are we looking for? Yeah. And I think maybe that time with God could even be broken down into a couple different little things. Cause mm-hmm. I think we talked earlier, you know, the framework of camp time with God is broken into, you know, there's, there's multiple different levels of that at camp, whether you're, you know, your camp is organized to have some time alone with God, where you're opening your Bible, maybe some questions that prompt you into right. thinking, okay, who is God to me? And what are these things? And then also like there's time alone with God and in prayer, but then also like this collective time together with God where we're worshiping and, mm, 
you know, right. diving into scripture and someone's teaching us, right. you know, a little bit better to get a better grasp to see God more clearly for right. who He truly is in our lives, right? Yeah. And, and so, you're in it, you know. Your yeah. your distractions hopefully are gone, right? And you're very much in that world at that point. And I think it's mm-hmm. good for kids to even learn, hey, what is a quiet time? How do right. we do a quiet time? Mm. How do we listen to people in a small group setting? Right. Um, so many times I think they don't know how to even do that. Right. And they're in, especially for your age that you're uh, leading ministry for, mm-hmm. they're experiencing that for the first time. A lot of times, hopefully we're getting some students e- even in that teenage age right. where you're getting some of those coming in they're looking for something to do in the summer. They've got a yep. friend going to camp. Absolutely. They've got invited mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're going, they're experiencing a, a quiet time for the very first time, right. uh, which can be super impactful moments uh, for a kid or a teen yeah. or, or honestly anybody. Right. And right. so, I think we're looking at these things, and 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 I've appreciated all of these bullet points. But as I'm listening to these, I'm not seeing things that aren't attainable even during the week ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing things that are specific to we can only do these at camp. I'm seeing that camp is just the perfect environment to put some things into play that maybe we should be experiencing on a regular basis. Yeah, for sure. I think it's hard for kids, you know, to really unconnect and unplug from the world that they're in. Um, my sixth grade daughter, even it's hard for her to get off her phone and, Mm, or my third grader. Okay. When you say you're reading the Bible, how exactly are you reading the Bible? Are you just opening it? Right. So I think that's maybe a benefit of camp is you can teach those things right. a little bit better because you are saturated in it. Right. And it's like it's all the it's all the above. Yeah. Right. It's it's a a hyper concentrated environment. Um, but I'm kind of interested, Devin, speak to. Um, Two audiences, if you yeah. will, right now. So the first audience is that you're a kid or a student that's preparing to go to camp. Right. And then I think that we have an opportunity, maybe um, we have an audience of people who are sending those to camp. Right. So how do we take advantage of a week of camp? One is a student going or a kid going, but then let, how do we take an opportunity as adults? Yeah. Well, I think you hit on it a little bit is even just this reality that camp is special, but nothing about camp is what makes it special. And I, I, let me unpack that a little bit. I guess what I mean by that is you touched on it that as we're talking through these things, like these are all things we can do at home. right? And so really to kind of speak to both audiences there, the reality is camp is all about seeing God more clearly for who he truly is. Mm. And so, you know, there's these experiences at camp that come from sermons and discussions or singing together in worship or late night conversations, mm. praying together, th- these devotional times. And as Emily said, it's just concentrated right. daily discipleship, really. Right. And so... The challenge is, as I'm going to camp, it's preparing my heart for, okay, what do I want the Lord to speak to me? And maybe you don't even have that knowledge, and you're you're on board for having a ton of fun, and you will have a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so exciting, is that 
both groups of people, whether I'm going for just fun or I'm going because I know I need to hear from the Lord, both of those things will happen. I believe that fully. But then the other side of that is if you're a parent listening, you're saying, man, I'm sending my student to camp. What happens now? Hmm. It's it's, It's being okay to dive into... Maybe a little bit more of those those deeper conversations. Right. Um, there's super practical things we can do together as families, as a student individually, as a parent individually, to help us see Jesus more clearly on a regular basis. Like right. Emily already said, it's putting down our phones for mm-hmm. a little bit, paying mm-hmm. attention to our screen time, you know, focusing on, okay, maybe I like to study or read. So I'm going to pick up a book about theology and spend a little more time reading and discussing these things with, with my students or together, um, as a family. Uh, it's taken time to turn on a podcast together. Shameless plug like this. Oh yeah. Yeah. A great podcast, you know, to listen (laughs) together about, spiritual things right. and who Jesus is and then talking about those things, you know? Right. There are all kinds of ways, and I think we're going to talk a little bit more about this in depth later in, in another conversation, but there are all kinds of ways to to camp, quote unquote, right. in our regular daily lives. No, no, no. I love that you say that though, but it's, it's not just uh, my last little soapbox here, I think. It's not just sending your kid off mm-hmm. to camp. Where's the opportunity to camp yourself mm-hmm. and Absolutely. understanding what these specific traits that make a great camp experience. Um, and Emily, to be fair, I, I want to be really fair with our, uh, with our audience right now, because I think that we can not set reasonable standards. It's not possible to experience a concentrated camp experience at home whenever you're going to work every day and you're kind of juggling the day-to-day life this right. next week while, right. while, while, kid, while your kid's off at camp. It's unreasonable, I think, for anyone to say that you could probably experience every single one of these things every single day like your kid's going to. Right. But then it's like, well, you can't experience everything, but why not something, right? right? And so for a parent, let's let's talk about a parent that's going to drop their kid off at Canacook, um, you know, next week sometime, and they're going to drive away. Maybe they're going to go to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're going to go home and actually do that project they've been wanting to do for a while. <laughs> um, but talk about maybe what's what's one thing, what's, what's a way that a parent can camp next week while their kid is at camp? Yeah, I think for me especially, it's, hey, how much time am I spending in the Word? And Mm. what is God talking to me about? And it could even be, hey, what do I want to see in my child when they come back? What kind of questions am I going to ask them? What is God doing in their life? And how can I parent them Mm. through that? Well, because they're literally going to be having those conversations each day when the kid gets there. So maybe it's a a car rhythm. You know, when you pick your kid up, Maybe the first question is, you know, hey, what'd you do today? All the stuff, the normal things. But we have to lean into at some point, hey, what'd you learn today? Or what'd you experience today? Um, And maybe it's just a car rhythm next week. It's like one way you can camp is is through the car, uh, car ride on the way home. But I think the parents for you guys are going to be dealing with that daily, which is kind of interesting. Um, It's not sending your your kid off Mm -hmm. and you'll see him in six days or whatever. 
you'll see them every day when yeah, they come no. back from camp, which is a unique opportunity, I think. Yeah. yeah and, and even just to touch a little bit, it's crazy that we're talking about this because I actually read this morning a quote that I think fits perfectly in this. And it's from Eugene Peterson in his book, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. It's all about discipleship in an instant society. We want things mm. now, you know. Right. And I think that's what we're talking about, this reality of concentra- concentrated camp and it, it kind of intense camp versus daily discipleship. And he says this, there is a great market for religious experience in our world, but there is little enthusiasm for the patient acquisition of virtue. Mm. And that's what those daily car rides are, you know, yeah. that patient acquisition of saying, I'm going to focus on diving into these deeper conversations, and I might not get anything out of them right. for a week or two right. weeks or three weeks, mm-hmm. but continuing to be obedient and saying, mm. okay, God, I'm going to disciple my students. I'm going to disciple myself and say, it's a long game, you know? Right. It's not this instant, like, let's quickly, you know, let's talk about camp and that's it, you know? No, right. it's like, okay, you get to that conversation with a, a kid. They say, oh man, I think... I really want to start reading my Bible more mm. or little, little steps, you know, baby steps that, well, then... that'll make your gut turn a little bit as a parent. Or right. It's like, Oh man, my yeah. kid wants to read the Bible more. I don't even read it enough that I think, you know, I, I don't even think I'll read it enough. Right. Yeah. Now my kids wants to read the Bible more. What am I going to do with this? Exactly. Right. And, and being okay to step into that yeah. discomfort and saying, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, How I'm can I help walk, support you in this? Yeah, I'm going to walk through this with you. Yeah, right. And I'm going to read my Bible myself so that my spiritual walk with God is aligned and right so that then right. you can teach your kids how to do that. So it starts with us as yep. parents, as right. adults. Hey, what are we doing? And then pouring that out into our kids and maybe starting those conversations in the car at camp, after camp, or mm. when they get back from camp. But hopefully to then do those conversations on a continually basis, you know? Like, right. let's keep those conversations Absolutely. going and not right. just make it only at camp that we talk about our child's spiritual walk right. after yeah. they get back from camp. How do you do that on a Sunday morning? How do you do that mm-hmm. during the week? Yeah. Are we talking to them about spiritual things yep. and yeah. what God's doing in their lives on a continual basis? And I want to say, I, I want to give a quick answer to those questions that you mm. just asked because <laughs> you asked a great, that's a great question. How do we do this? Mm-hmm. And Devin, you're alluding to this, right? Like, it's like, it's do it. That's it's true. Ask that's the true. question. Absolutely. That, yeah. And then struggle with the answer, right? Yep. It's ask right. the question and struggle with the answer. And guess what? You've got pastoral staff yeah. uh, that can help out with that. You've got other things, other people, other resources up here, but but it's it's ask it and it's uh, struggle with the answer. Yeah. And to encourage the parents just really quickly, you don't have all the answers. Right. I don't have all the answers. Our pastors at this church don't have all the answers. No one does. And so I think... The intimidation comes from this idea that, well, I've got to know all the answers before I can disciple my students. And that's a lie from the enemy mm-hmm. to prevent you from doing it. And so to just right. encourage you, as Taylor already said, just step into that discomfort and just do it. And there, it'll be messy. Yeah. Right. But that's what discipleship is. There'll be times where you have to tell your kid, you know, I don't know the answer to that question. Right. And that's challenging and it's mm. intimidating, right. but yes. that's exactly what we've got to do. But if our purpose as a parent is to launch our kids out into the world, you know, how are you launching them? Are Absolutely. you going to just 
be that helicopter parent and really like, oh, we're going to do this all mm. together? Are you going to be the parent that just does not ever talk about spiritual things? Mm. Or are you going to be the parent that tries to teach them along the way of, right. hey, this is about, this is how you read right. your Bible. This is what the word says. Well, that's such an awesome conversation right there that we've uh, got to have. And that's just part one. We've got part number two coming up uh, this next Monday. So be on the lookout for that where we get into uh, what happens after that first week of camp. So I just want to hit a couple of highlights from today's episode and maybe bring some practicalities to some of this. So we want to make sure and understand what is it that makes camp so special. And I think we have a few things here. Number one, there's intentional time with God. So every single day, it's literally built into the schedule. So there's intentional time with God. Number two, there's community that's built, the relationship that's built uh, through small group, through um, you know different studies and things together, and also um, through having fun. And so uh, you have time with God that's, that's built into every day. You have community or relationship building that happens. Obviously, there's a worship element that happens, and uh, we can't forget, obviously, um, fun, having fun each and every day. Um, and the camp is so special because it, it, it pulls all of those things in at one time. It's very concentrated. But I think the challenge for those of us that are staying, maybe those of us that aren't going to camp, those of us that maybe are just listening and not going to experience that, the challenge is, can we do one of these things? Can we do two of these things? Can we, can we say, you know, I've been really struggling with my time of, with God recently, um, but I'm going to I'm going to intentionally take 15 minutes uh, a day or 10 minutes a day. I'm just going to read my Bible this week and be super intentional about that. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to push a meeting or I'm going to um, take a little intentional time and, and do something fun for an hour and, and do it with someone maybe I haven't seen in a while, whatever it is. We know that we want to take these things and be intentional with our time and learn how to camp ourselves. And while we're doing that, we also know that we want to show and share Jesus in everyday conversations with everyday people. Live Scent.